0: And this is week number thirteen of Woo! the and Parlance show. Baker's
1: dozen. Baker's dozen. I am Parlance.
0: So we got some stuff going on this week.
1: Woo! You know, Jeremy, I am born on the on the thirteenth, and I get a Friday the thirteenth birthday every four or so years.
0: Nice. Oh, Oh no, it's not Friday. It's Thursday.
1: Did you also know that um, the fear of the number thirteen is called triskaidekaphobia? Decaphobia, Chris?
0: I did not know that. That's it's a good yeah. term. Yeah.
1: yeah, we maybe we should have like an elevator. Maybe we should have just skipped episode thirteen altogether and just went to fourteen. This could be well, a it's bad too
0: late one. Now.
1: It is maybe too late now. we
0: doomed the show if it wasn't already.
1: Yeah, I feel like there's always a strong possibility for doom once we start these things, but.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, we did have technical difficulties the other day. Just also, one. first day of spring, and it's the day is the same length as the night, the equinox.
1: That's exciting.
0: That is exciting. So we won't have super short days anymore.
1: Right. I don't have much to add to that. Yay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> There's, you know, it speaks for itself.
1: Yeah, I'm. I am looking forward to the longer days, for sure.
0: Yeah, I love when it's like, you know, Ten o'clock or something, and it's still light out.
1: So I just here's the thing: if it could be just light out on my commute home every day, which is like six o'clock, yeah, that would be ideal for me.
0: I know, yeah, not having like time after work that's light makes a huge difference.
1: Yeah, I would actually sacrifice morning lightness. As a matter of fact, the the t- the hour changing stuff is so arbitrary anyway. Let's just move it up like eight hours in the winter, so that it <laughs> goes, know. you know, gets dark at like you know nine or. Ten o'clock.
0: We'll just stop counting when it's the night time and only count the day.
1: Yeah, just yeah, exactly. Just set, set your work t- to the the sunrise and sunset. That's the way it should be. Making that
0: uh, reminds me of the thing you brought up earlier about um. There's that theory that there's 300 years missing.
1: <laughs> yeah. Did you read the whole article? Because I only got partway through it. I got well, no, yeah,
0: I did read the whole thing. It wasn't that long.
1: Um, but the theory is, is that I guess there's so you know time the tracking of time is, which is a whole other subject. We could do a whole show on time. Yeah. But the you know the idea of time itself was primarily around the time of I think railroads, right? That's when time was. Oh
0: yeah, when they started like um making it match. But yeah. they were saying that on the um because it's the uh, Gregorian calendar now, and yeah. then before was the Julian, Julian one or whatever. Right? Right. So that one was missing some minutes and why they changed it.
1: Yeah, so there's a conspiracy, and um, we could... Essentially, they're saying uh, the Gregorian calendar, which was brought into being because the Julian calendar was, quote-unquote, inaccurate or was missing, like, I guess 10 minutes a day or something. Yeah, it
0: was some sort of... I didn't even think that they'd track it, like, that close anyways. I guess they're all in, like, astronomy and stuff.
1: Right, so, like, days had been disappearing over the years, and it just wasn't accurate, so they created the the Gregorian calendar, and I guess, for whatever reason, um, the Roman Catholics were in charge of this at the time, and the theory goes is that there was a three, um... It was like
0: 357 years or something. they
1: They just skipped them to make the things, the miraculous things of the religion, and a couple well, of other- the,
0: the better theory that I saw that couldn't be proven. <laughs> and the way they proved it the way they, they found this out was things were dated differently compared to what the dates they knew that they happened in. But um they said that maybe one of the emperors or I don't even know what the empire was or whatever then, wanted to change the date because they wanted to reign in the um the even number, like the year one thousand or something like that.
1: Or, did, uh, was that it, or did they just want to make sure the reign was, like, over 100 years or something? That was also another speculation, because there are early historical notes where, like, some ruler, you know, ruled for 100 years kind of thing.
0: Yeah. Well, that's a pretty good idea. I would totally do that if I had, like, all power over dates and whatnot. It's kind of cool. I mean, it was mega successful. Like, we still don't know about it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. If this is, in fact, true, then instead of it being, like, 2014, it's something like 1700 and so, or 1700-something.
0: But then you just start another calendar for that. I mean, it's the same thing.
1: So I'm advocate- I've advocated this a number of times, and people think I'm bonkers, but I've ad- advocated, I think, the way we arbitrarily just did 60 minutes, 60 seconds a minute, 60 minutes in an hour, 24 hours in a day. Three hundred sixty-five and a quarter days in a year. I think that is a. I think that's terrible. Star dates. I think, um. No. Uh, well, start I. Star I, I, I kind of want to do like factors of ten. Did we talk
0: about the star date thing on Star Trek?
1: No. Because there's a whole thing to that
0: that it's not actually based on anything, and they arbitrarily do them. But it, they they had rules that um, producer made about how they have to pick the random star dates. So they're always like incrementing, but they really have no consistency through the series.
1: Interesting. I thought that was interesting. Because I thought it was a real thing. So it's just a fake th- well, I mean it is a TV show that's basically But on- I
0: mean it's I thought it was like gonna be based on something that might be real, but there's totally no star date.
1: So what you're saying is there's no you can't I thought people were able to go and look at a star date and then do an approximation of like our current calendar.
0: They could, but it's not accurate.
1: Got it. Got it. So Speaking of which, me wanting to change the calendar, getting back to what I I want to go on a rant about this, <laughs> is that I feel like the, we should do in, fra, in factors of 10. So I think a day should be like 100 or 1,000. I know, thousand. I, thought,
0: I always thought that that should work out too, but, I mean, I really the sun thing is the only one that matters, but somehow it just works out. It's like the periodic table. You can't make it, like, it like encompasses several factors and makes it work.
1: No, because, all right, so here's the thing. A second is not, is, the, the sun is a factor for sure, but a second is an arbitrary unit of time. As is a minute. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. As is an, we invented a second. And curiously, you know, the metric system, which is, you know, the only, you know, I guess, scientific. Uh, it's the official one. Yeah, the official scientific math, mathematic, or whatever, what do you call it, Classification, what do you call that? Uh, system of, of measurement. yeah. Um, doesn't recognize minutes, seconds, or I'm sorry, second, um, minutes or hours or days or yeah, any. Yeah, it's of just those. seconds. Only seconds and fractions of seconds. Yeah. So the my point is just like you know this, and the reason why they cho- by the way I I've done some research on this. The reason why they chose sixty and and sixty seconds is because it's the lowest number that is divisible the, the by like the most amount of stuff. Like one, I'm sorry, two, three. Four, five, six, eight, no, not eight, but essentially, like, the first, like, seven, six digits. Yeah, yeah. So,
0: you, yeah. yeah, you have, like, it has something to do with, I don't know.
1: Ten, twelve, so that's that's why they chose the, 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 the six. It was completely arbitrary. They just completely invent, invented it. I don't think it was
0: completely arbitrary, but it's it was. already not completely arbitrary if it was for the reason of having it be the most divisible.
1: Right. Well, they made it so that it was – yeah, exactly. So I shouldn't say <laughs> – they chose it to make it easy, but 60 is not easy. 100 is easy. Kind of. Oh, come on. You're thinking, you think 60 – when you get a test, is it graded on a, six, a scale of 60 or a scale of 100? 100. Sometimes it's sixty. When you do our our review roulette, do we do a? It's never. It's not. Simple. We do it out of ten. Exactly, which is essentially a hundred. It's a factor of ten, which is a hundred. That's my point. Ever, it'd be a lot easier. People are way more comfortable with a scale to a, one to a hundred or one to ten, which is essentially one to a hundred. Um, yeah, I have
0: thought of that before too, especially when you're dealing with times that like totally don't matter, like. You know, super tiny.
1: Right. So speaking of, of uh, time, I was just thinking of this. I, I, I was pondering this today. So, you know, when you're young, right, you have milestone birthdays, right? So you have, I'm going to turn, whatever, 12 to 13. I'm going to become a teenager. It's not, really yeah. a, it's not really a milestone, but it sort of is. It's, it's, it changes words. It changes words, but there's real you're milestones. You're not a tween anymore. 16, I could drive. 18, I could vote. 21, I could drink. 25, I could rent a car. 35, I could run for president.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm waiting for that one. Okay. I'm going to do a, I'm totally going to do like a presidential candidacy birthday.
1: That's a cool idea. So I turned 35 last June, uneventful. But this is what's bumming me out, Jeremy. I have no milestone birthdays now. 50. No, that's not a milestone. What do I get? What do I get? It's a half a century. Bullshit. Also, that's, 65. also no, sixty-five. that's 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 my point. Sixty-five is my next milestone. So, this is my proposal, Jeremy.
0: I think being a senator. I mean, there's some sort of. I think that's some other thirty, not thirty-five.
1: I'm just saying, from thirty-five to sixty-five, there's no monumental birthdays. There's like, like sort of, like um. I feel like the numerical ones are more important yeah, 40 than like, people are like oh you're over the hill at 40 50 oh you made a half a century yeah those are sort of important but I'm saying there's nothing if those are more psychologically important 60 those, is pretty
0: important I mean it's one of the most divisible numbers
1: <laughs> true but again <laughs> against it's it's psychological my yeah. point because in Korean culture when you turn 60 it's a big deal yeah okay um, but hold on so this is my my theory. I have an idea because I feel people the age 36 to 65 are just getting a raw deal. Because they because don't they have to do
0: anything. So you, are you going nothing. to make some sort of club that you can't join unless you're uh 30 or 40 or no. wait, some sort of in between?
1: No. So I'm thinking every 10 years. So 45 after 35, 45. Yeah. Then 55. And then 65 you get a, that's official retirement age, right? Let's just, yeah. that, right? I'm saying the government gives you $100 or $1,000. That would so be cool. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like it gives you a... a, a psycho- not psychologically. Uh, because Couldn't you just
0: get like a tax break or something?
1: There you go. A tax break. Even better.
0: That seems more like something the government would do.
1: Right. There you go. Or a, a, you know like an extra write-off on that, the, the year you turn... 45. There totally might be
0: something like that. I don't um, know all the tax stuff.
1: I don't think there is. I don't think there's any benefit to being older... Um, but do you get what I'm saying? You, you, you get, everything is so, pu- like, squished together in your early path of the uh, your life. That's, that's the time when you care. <laughs> I mean, like,
0: the separation. I mean, like, when you're one, when you turn two, you just doubled your age. Well, and then, I'm, like, when you turn four, you're doubled again. It's, like, exponential, you know?
1: Well, that's, that's what they also say is that, you know... As you know, the, a day and a year means a lot more when you're younger than it is when you're older. You know, like yeah, yeah because you have you know cognitive learning, you have milestone birthdays, you're advancing through life. You know, if, you know elementary school. Just the,
0: like school. the total amount of how much percent of your life it is. It's like if you're super rich and you drop a penny, it's like super inconsequential.
1: Inco- right. But if you only have a dollar and you drop the penny, oh my god. Yeah, it's kind of important. So this is my point, and I think people would agree with me because I think we I think now that I'm over thirty five, I'm getting a bum rap. <laughs> bum what you, raps. What do you, what do you think, Yeah, what do you think? Do you feel as though
0: I don't know. I mean It maybe, seems like it's all the same, I don't know.
1: Maybe I'm it's not, just because, I'm not an ageist. Maybe maybe because you just haven't hit thirty five yet. I know.
0: It's I can't I can't really Talk about it, unless I mean I can f- I can think of what it might be like, but I've never experienced it.
1: Right. So, well, I'm telling you, it it blows ass. <laughs> After 35, it just it's all downhill. I I you know I just we just did our taxes last night, and I was you know and then afterwards I was in my my mind and I was like sort of doing like a Excel. I was trying trad- to
0: think of something old you could be doing. No, I
1: was like doing in an Excel- your pajamas. Uh... I was, in, I was doing an Excel spreadsheet in my brain, and I was planning out, like, finding... Well, that's impressive. And, I want to do that. ...in <laughs> retirement and thinking about, like, what I need to do. And I was like, okay, if I save this amount, and I want to retire when I'm 55, I need to save this amount, and I need this much money. And if I live for 30 years, and I want to have this much money a year, what's the reason... What's the, what do I really need to save? And then I was like, holy... Ugh, and I just, like... I just was like, fuck. I was like, I just... My life is over. I just my you, life. So it sounds is, like
0: you're having a midlife crisis. No, it's not a midlife. You're to go like buy a boat or something.
1: Well, see that would be. I do want a boat too, but that that would be against my retiring early because I need all that money so I could just quit at 55. You know. Yeah,
0: that's true. It's way better plan.
1: So, um, and then I could buy a boat and you know, hopefully, if I have enough savings or whatever. So anyway, that, that just wait till you get there, Jeremy. Wait till you get there, fresher. Sure, yeah. I'm... I'm looking forward to it. You'll be—you won't be fresher anymore. That's for sure. <laughs> You'll be something else. Stay freshest. You'll be staler. <laughs> that's so, cool.
0: But um, how what was, was your, with your socks today? Seriously.
1: Oh, i am still wearing them. I'm Those still socks them. are ridiculous. They are ridiculous. they have fallen down a number of times. As a matter of fact, I'm taking them off. I'm saying goodbye to my socks. This is them. They are nice socks. Socks are going off. Yeah, they're, peng- uh, they're, they're penguin socks. They're pretty nice. A groundbreaking show event. Yeah, so the... He's uh, taken off his socks. I've taken off a sock. Um, oh, the one still that was... on the second one. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I don't know. I think it was this combination of shoe or sock. And This is... So I'm speculating. I pulled these straight out of the laundry basket this morning. Yeah. And I'm wondering... Does that mean they're probably dirty? No, they're clean. They were in the freshly... Clean laundry. I just Maybe haven't put you grabbed it, it from the wrong one. No, I don't. No, trust me, that's impossible in my system. The <laughs> the I but normally I take them and I do the the fold over. You know, take one and the other one and roll it over and then throw it Oh my yeah, sock I used
0: to up. do that. I've changed my uh, sock ways.
1: So I'm wondering because I I don't often pull my socks like that. Do my sock thing like that. So I'm wondering if if the the folding over actually creates a tighter fit at my ankle and because I you haven't should make it more loose. I don't know. That's what I'm... I don't know. But they're off now. But yeah, they suck. They suck. You need new socks. Well, they are. They're brand new. Maybe that's a problem. That's Maybe. why they're too tight. They're not too tight. They're way too loose. You got the wrong
0: socks. I've been upgrading all my socks. I used to only wear plain ones, but I have all interesting socks now.
1: That's what that's I'm my goal. going for. That's my goal, too. And, and th- those were part of the new collection. You, got a,
0: you need a new sock supplier.
1: <laughs> uh, I, well, they're penguin. That's a quality. I know that is, Yeah, it is a brand. I mean, I don't know if it's. I mean, I guess it's a quality brand. But uh, so let's. How was your week? What did you do this week?
0: I it was pretty good. I, I didn't set up the domain yet. Disappointingly, I need to get that get on top of that so we can do podcasts. There's been a lot of requests for uh, having our feed so people can just subscribe rather than watching the videos. Yeah, that's I'm inferior uh, experience not seeing our beautiful faces.
1: It's true. But, we are handsome mugs. But, I mean, people just like to listen
0: to stuff on the go, so I'm going to make it happen. I just got to um, set all that stuff up. And think, uh, we I also think... did our, um, did my first March Madness bracket that started
1: today. Yes, we, we need to talk about that.
0: I've uh, I've never done one before. This is, this is my first time.
1: Yeah, I can't... I you know i i'm assuming you're you're in your your early 30s and the what shocks me is that you've never done a bracket in your entire life
0: i didn't even know about march madness until maybe like 2 or 3 years ago and like someone totally didn't believe me but like yeah no i i had never heard of it
1: was it me was it me who didn't believe you it was it was amy oh that well that 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 might as well i mean yeah i mean yeah
0: you know. She was, she was freaking out. She, like, 100% didn't believe me. But she's shocked whenever I don't know famous people, which I usually don't.
1: A lot of people are shocked by your lack of uh, celebrity knowledge.
0: Yeah. It's, I don't know. I just I would, don't know.
1: I would say outside of podcast, the comments of your eye patch, the third most common comment about our show is your lack of podcast <laughs> Really?
0: People, I've never heard that, but, I mean.
1: Maybe because they, don't, they just don't want to tell you. Maybe they just don't want to. That's
0: true. I um, mean, people just usually think that I'm doing it like to seem cool or something, but I just really don't know stuff.
1: <laughs> uh, someone, uh, Tyler, said that you two together, if you combine your know-how, his pop culture and your te- like, I guess tech and science and and computer knowledge, and and combine them together, that you could win Jeopardy. I countered that and said that you would probably be more likely to win Cash Cab, but I, I think...
0: I'd rather win Cash Cab, I think. Did you see that person who guessed on Wheel of Fortune in their first spin? No. I guess that was one of the first times that's happened, There that was in the news.
1: A one-spin win?
0: Yeah, I didn't see what the guess was, but yeah, it was a one-spin win. I think he, like, got, like, two letters and guessed it, just first guess.
1: But isn't that, like, if you know it, wouldn't it make sense to just keep going?
0: I don't know. Yeah, he just guessed. That's true. Yeah, I don't. Maybe it could be a bad strategy, but they were. There was shock among the internet.
1: <laughs> uh, you, so, Wheel of Fortune has a very dedicated viewership.
0: Yeah, my grandma watches it.
1: It's who wa- That's who watches it.
0: My friend did was in one of the college editions. Oh, really? And, like she's like super animated and stuff. So like. She was getting a bunch of attention and like you know like, come on money, come on money. She was all being like extra excited and stuff. It was super funny. I have a DVD of it. Did she win? Uh, I don't even remember. I don't even know if I watched the whole thing.
1: That's terrible. You didn't even watch the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, and you expect people to watch this show? You don't even you don't even watch your friend on Wheel of Fortune. That's an event. This is. That one- was a long time ago. It was like I didn't know,
0: I didn't know them when they were on it. I just like got the video later.
1: Well, let me just tell you something. I met you much later in my life. If I had learned that you were on College Jeopardy, yeah. that would I would have been YouTubing that thing or asking for a rip or something of that. Yeah, no,
0: I have the DVD.
1: You should watch that.
0: I think that I did.
1: All right. But you don't know if she won.
0: No. I don't think that she didn't win everything. I, she did win, but not, like, you know, the whole thing.
1: Was it College Jeopardy?
0: Well, it was Wheel of Fortune.
1: I'm sorry, Co- Wheel of College Wheel of Fortune?
0: Yeah, it was like the where they have someone from each college.
1: Got it. Got it. Uh any any other exciting news that uh, I mean just um I had a friend in
0: town and uh we were hanging out, we did some drinking, went out, played some played some pool and bowling. I did all of the bar sports. But uh I haven't played them in a while. I feel bad because I kept winning. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I should let people win more, but uh I don't know. I was adamantly playing
1: I was a, I would say in my late 20s, I was a bar game Olympian.
0: That's pretty cool. I don't think I was ever that good, but I'm totally like good enough to, you know, not
1: suck. <laughs> yeah, I was pretty good in pool. I was pretty good in darts. I was pretty good in, um, you remember those like little machines on the uh, that were like arcade machines, the touch arcades. The touch arcade.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, like the ones on the bar. Yeah, like the where one where you have to do the puzzles and matching images and stuff. Exactly. I was really good at all those games. I think the only one of those that I ever play is, like, the nudie ones where you have to, like, pick the differences between pictures.
1: Yep, I was excellent at that as well. Those ones, Yeah, those ones are pretty fun. I feel like I don't know how that didn't make it into, like,
0: more of a casual game phone app thing. Seems pretty fun.
1: I think the, maybe on tablets. On a phone, the screen's too small to, to notice the difference. I don't know. It's, I don't
0: know. It's, it's weird it hasn't taken off. I mean, all those games actually. So that was like the first touch game platform.
1: Uh, you're right. Uh, well, the DS. What about the DS? What was first?
0: Uh, no, those bar machines were way before the DS.
1: Okay, I didn't know.
0: I mean, those have been around like for super long. But that's
1: about. That's pretty much my week. Well, let's get back to your bracket because I have to talk about the teams that you selected.
0: Yeah, I was going to write them down. I mean, I could pull up my thing, but I'm not on the site.
1: But so, I don't even
0: know most of them.
1: So you picked teams that have I don't think have ever gone anywhere. Uh, BYU. <laughs> I picked the
0: ones that sounded like schools I knew.
1: Uh, but there were so many schools on there. How could you not know Arizona? Like, that's a state. You should know that.
0: Well, yeah, but it's not cool. I mean.
1: BYU is cool? I don't know. I, yeah, maybe. I feel like you picked like Western Tennessee to go to the Final Four. I, the, uh, I think anyway, it was just letters. So someone in the office, <laughs> not mentioning any name. I other ones. Tom Brew. Yeah. Who's maybe maybe watched this episode? Even I'll call him out. Hey, Tom. Oh my gosh, he's on right now. Uh, <laughs> he's, he just he just he just gave us a thing on our Q and A here. Nice. He said he said if if Fresher beat him. He would eat his Florida hat, and you know he said that before you made the picks. Yeah. I kind of wish that I went in and did them for you.
0: He's no, I mean this is this is adamant because he's still going to do it. I'm going to win. You know what? I I, mean, lo- I looked at your thing too. It's like it's the it's the weird picks that win the thing.
1: Uh, your picks are too weird.
0: They're perfectly the right amount of weird.
1: Well, in any case, I'm rooting for, uh, I forget what team you picked, Western Chattanooga or whatever,
0: <laughs> to win. Oh, also, the, my 1-1 one, one, the, the, uh, against Ohio or whatever.
1: Yeah, but you didn't get, you lost your final four. You lost BYU.
0: Yeah, whatever. It's only one of them. I mean, I have four, right?
1: Stop <laughs> <laughs> so three more. Yeah, but the, yeah. Key is, the key is not to lose anyone in the final four four in the first day.
0: Is that considered a bracket buster?
1: That is a bracket buster, yes. I've been hearing
0: that all around the office a lot today.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I said it, and then I heard some uh, budos come in and say, like, that's a bracket buster. I
0: know, i never even heard that before. That's
1: So, um, I, you know, anything else? Any other good good s- stories? Uh, well, there was that whole,
0: um helicopter crash earlier this week.
1: Oh, yeah. I
0: know. That was intense. But even more intense than the helicopter... Well, I don't know that more. Is that uh, Fox affiliate coverage where they were just flipping through Twitter pictures. This straight up popped onto some dick pics.
1: Yeah. Okay, so here's the thing. I, I I have a couple things I need to talk about this. One is serious, and then, the, then let's go to the dick pic, okay? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you already made it, you know... One is serious, and then we'll get to the dick pic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which, by the way, is serious, anyway. I know, it's crazy. I
0: mean, that's weird. You just go on TV and look at... I mean, that's basically what we're doing, except for on, like, real TV. <laughs> I
1: know, I know. So I... My first off, my sympathies to all of the people that were injured or, or died in the in the in the helicopter crash here in Seattle. So I turned on. This happened on was it Monday or Tuesday? Uh,
0: I don't. Know. I think it was Monday. So,
1: uh, yeah, so it was either Monday or Tuesday. It Doesn't matter. Um, but what what does matter is when I turned on the TV in the morning and, and it had just happened. And um, the the I watched the the Fox affiliate. Not the Fox Affiliate you mentioned, but our local Fox Affiliate. Yeah. And they were like, oh, it's, tr-, you know, they were speculating on how it happened, and they were asking for people to call up if they would seen it. It was very fresh and very new. They had someone on the scene, they were, but the, the coverage was spotty. But then they said it's near Seattle Center. Yeah. And I was like, oh, Como 4 is right there. Yeah. And, and so that would probably put it, make that the Como 4 helicopter. So then I turn on Coma 4, because I was like, let's get that news straight from the... Straight from the source. Yeah, straight from the source. And they were playing it really really straight. They were playing it really straight, and because they obviously knew... Um, they obviously knew who... So I've just been informed by Mr. Brew that it was Tuesday. Um, fact-checking. 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 I mean, that's what he does. <laughs> I mean, that's his job. Um uh, that th- they played really straight, and they obviously knew who. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Did I go?
0: What? No, I, you paused, but you're there.
1: Okay. Um, they 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 knew who was in the plan, and they they didn't they weren't like giving it out, they weren't confirming anything. Yeah. But you could see that they were upset, and they ha- and the the all of their eyewitnesses were people in the building who.
0: I know that would be like super emotionally brutal to like have to interview right after. Some people you work with.
1: I know it's terrible. So anyway, big news here. Obviously national news. Yeah. Um, but you know, obviously imp- impacted us a little bit more because it was right here. Um, but then, I guess moving to the 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 the, the, the dick pic. <laughs> moving on to the moving on to the dick pic. the entertainment aspect. So a, I guess. Co- is it, I don't know if it's their sister station, or... Because they said, oh, it's our sister station in the article. But yeah. apparently, and and like I, like you said, how amateurish. They typed in Como. Yeah. And then did a Twitter search for images. Yeah, I mean, it
0: wasn't even like... Like, they were getting Edward Scissor, Like, only one of the pictures out of everything they looked at was the thing.
1: Yeah, so this is journalism, apparently. You just type in something, turn on a camera, and just start flipping through Twitter pics. So yeah. it was like Edward hands, a picture of the thing, uh, like a picture of like a, a doll or something, and then <laughs> a giant penis. Like, a yeah. big one. It wasn't a small... It was a giant... Yeah. And it then was, they, they cut uh, away... The two, the two ladies
0: sitting next to him were like... They were like shocked because it, it zoomed out, and they were like,
1: oh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> And I then know. The,
0: guy, the guy on the corner was just like... Oh. <laughs>
1: He's like, not again.
0: <laughs> and the, the guy flipping through totally tried to play it off. He was, he was just like,
1: and then Edward Scissorhands, and uh, he didn't even say anything about it. Yeah. Well, you know, it would be more funny if that was his and he just slipped it in there. <laughs> yeah.
0: That I would. He'd get props for that because that would be, that would be like pretty hard to pull off. I mean, that naturally.
1: That is like high level, um, high level dick pic slippage. That is. Yeah. How to get. How to get your dick on TV? Really, that would be like. I, I mean, he's know. right there,
0: he could just whip it out.
1: Yeah, but that's the thing. That
0: would be like would, way more intense.
1: That would be more intense, but this way they don't know it was anonymous because it was just it was, it, was, it was just like lower torso and upper thigh and giant dick.
0: <laughs> it was it was pretty funny. You know, I like how should... I made the rounds like right after.
1: You know what that should happen is is that I feel like there needs to be a manhunt. Whose dick is it?
0: (laughs) I'm sure that he'd come out. I mean, isn't that the whole point of those? Uh, Is it? I don't think so. I don't know. Don't you, like, want people to know how well-endowed you are? I don't... No, I... Because you send it to chicks and stuff. I mean, like, all of those senators or whoever, it's not like they hid who they were.
1: No, but that was different. That was different. They were trolling. I don't know. I
0: thought that's what it always is. I don't. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not a, a dick pig expert, but uh, I think, I think, think it's, called,
1: it's it. called a it's called a Is what it's called. You're a dickspurt. A dickspurt. Yeah, or a private dick. A a spurt A dick.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but so that happens.
1: Uh, but, so that happens. Uh, All right, Tom. He says we we're down at the bottom of public affairs. Actually. I disagree, I think this is this is need to need to know
0: yeah it was it was an important it was an important uh aspect of this week's journalism. It'll yeah. be reviewed in journalism classes later.
1: it will be on what not to do, yeah, right, and then on weird creepy websites, it'll be like on what to do you know like, <laughs> yeah. um, it's a, a so, big disparagement so I did finish a book this week, another book. That's pretty good. You got to get up to your forty-six. Yep.
0: So we need like a graphic for that, as with many other things.
1: <laughs> we haven't. We have a lot of work to do.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> I can't even. I can't even like set up the website for like just posting our podcast. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so this this uh, this book is uh written by Brandon Sanderson who um is actually he's known for there's a a series uh, called um, oh. Uh, the Game of uh, not the Game of Thrones. It's like <laughs> yeah. the Game of- there's a little <laughs> known series named. <there. laughs> no, no, it's not that. It's a it's a long fantasy series written by Robert Jordan called Oh my God. And the fact that I can't remember the name of it, it doesn't matter. It's written by Robert Jordan. So yeah. he, Robert Jordan was an author. He wrote like ten of these books and then died. He just what? died and he never finished it. Okay, so. On his Did someone death, else finish it for him. That's what I was going to get. It on his deathbed, Brandon Sanderson, the author of the book I read, *Steelheart*. Brandon Sanderson came to visit him, and Robert Jordan was like, and like whispered to him like the ending of the book. Sounds fake. So he wrote, I think the final. Actually, I don't even know if it's over. He may still be writing the series, *The Game of uh, the Wheel of Time*, is what this. Oh, series *The Wheel
0: is. of Time*. Yeah, I've heard of that.
1: Yeah, so or as I like to call it the wheel of cheese, but whatever. Um, uh, so, uh, the uh, so anyway, I read this this novel. This is my first uh, attempt at reading Brandon Sanderson, and um, I was a big fan of the Robert Jordan series until it went way off the the rails, and then he died. Actually, I actually went to see him. Do those correlate? It's possible, but so I actually went to see him, Robert. I was so into him. That yeah. I I went to a Barnes and Noble's in Union Square when Book Eight came out. I actually it's probably behind me right now. Um, bought the book, went up to him and had him sign the copy. Plus this old raggedy. So I had I used to you know I still carry it, but in New York you have uh, you know messenger bags or whatever. Yeah. So I get most? Is that, is that apparently a New York thing? It's a it's a New York thing. Yeah, Manhattan Portage is a brand name. A lot of, it's it's a it's a New York thing. It's a well it's a, it's an urban thing. So All
0: right, I'll, go, I'll I'll accept Urban.
1: Um, well, I'm glad you accept Urban. So anyway, <laughs> I had this book four or book five, I forget which one one in the series. But I left it in my bag for probably two years after I <laughs> read you really it. You Never finished it. No, so I finished it. I just left it in my bag, and it got ripped and torn and just de- just destroyed.
0: It was. Or did destroyed. you ever? Did it ever come up? Like you're looking through your bag and you have to empty everything out. Oh, I just got to put my book here. No. I Strategically placed books in my bag.
1: No, like, so like, hmm. I, while I was getting the autograph, I was I was like, oh. I looked at my bag, and I was like, oh, oh, crap. I have this old, destroyed book four of the Wheel of Time in my bag that's been sitting here for two years. So as a joke, when I went up to get the new books signed, I was like, oh, and here. And I dropped <laughs> it down, and this thing was just like ripped to shreds and torn. I was like, could you please sign this one? I've read it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. So he signed that one. I think that's over here. That's totally <laughs> the best use of a super like,
0: weathered book.
1: <laughs> but I completely lied. I read it once. I didn't read it multiple times. I just was like, but I just want to pretend I was like the mega fan. Here you go. I know. I like
0: you're sitting in there like,
1: so good. Must read again. And, and the the the, 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 to, the top you know the top of the book was ripped open and like there's no matter how many times you could read a book that would never happen. That would never <laughs>
0: Happen. You'd have to, like, be really pissed. Yeah. I always thought it was crazy with, uh, like, NES and stuff. People would smash their controllers because they get pissed. You'd have to, like, do that with
1: the book. So the thing is is that um, that still happens. I see people on Reddit post pictures of controllers in, like, drywall um, yeah. or, like, smashed with, like, duct tape around and People still get that angry, and I just... I feel like people could get that angry
0: at books, though, and that's how it could get
1: super tattered. So, I had a friend in college, and I've taken on this. I've kind of inherited the strength, and I actually, um, I've passed this on to my wife. Whenever I, I used to, when in college, my friend, he was a, a lit major, and he would, obviously, they have to read a lot of books. He would, yeah. I would see, every once in a while, I'd see a book, like, in NYU, they have, like, dual dorms or whatever. Yeah. It's, like, it's kind of like you share a bathroom, and then you have, like, two suites with one shared bathroom, and there's, like, a little little kind of foyer, and... Um, I would see books occasionally come flying through and like <laughs> hit stuff and he was like done with that so his thing was when I finished when he finished a book he would just th- throw it across the room because he was just yeah. so done with it. So you do that too? So now when I read a physical copy of the book I, I throw it and as I got older and, and married and have and own things um, do you, you should throw it at your dog Uh. <laughs> No, that's a terrible idea. Anyway, we I throw the book when I'm done, like, ah done, and I throw it. Not as violent. Like, he would throw it and pages would rip out and stuff. <laughs> yeah. um, but, you know, now my wife does the same thing. But now that I read on ebooks That's pretty it's just, cool.
0: I would do that if I read physical books.
1: Well, now, you there you go. If you read a physical book, just throw it next time you're done. Let's start that trend. And then, um, now that I read ebooks, there's just nothing to throw. But I feel like that would be a great game. Just, like, a yeah. little swipe on your t- pad. Just go, whoop. And it just flies and, and flies off. <laughs> with... uh, you got to,
0: like, sell copies of non-books that, like, just for throwing. Like a phone book for throwing after you finish on the... There you go, and for stress.
1: Yeah, so uh, back to the Steelheart. Brandon Sanderson. Um, the book was pretty good. So the the plot is this. Uh, and It's a classic plot. People get superpowers. Oh, okay? yeah. But the main difference is is that every single one of the people that get superpowers are just fucking assholes and evil. Okay? (laughs) I'm
0: pretty sure that's how it would be in real life.
1: All right. So the book is about a... I'll just read... The prologue is essentially this, and then I won't go too much. I don't want to spoiler alert anyway, or spoil the book. But essentially the prologue is this young child is with his father trying to get alone in this post... It's not post-apocalyptic, but post-superhero world, but I guess their house was destroyed. Um, banks aren't giving loans anymore. Insurance is hard to come by because just things are just getting destroyed all the time by these evil fuckers. So, they're in a bank. The bank gets robbed by a guy who could, his name is like Death Point or something. He could just point at people and just turn them into ash. Yeah. And the guy's a motherfucker. He's evil. He just points at a baby and kills the baby in the mom's hand. And then this other guy, so this other dude comes in his name is Steelheart and this and he's the main kind of antagonist of the book. He comes in the kid's father believes that there is there is good. There are good epics or good superheroes and he believes that this guy is going to be a good epic because the guy comes in and immediately essentially kills that death point guy. Yeah. or whatever threatens him or does something so the father picks up the gun because Death Point has apparently a secondary power, and that's what's funny. That's what's interesting about this book is that superheroes will um, hide powers that they have um, and shoots and kills Death Point. Okay? Yeah. Because he thinks it's going to kill the, uh, the the guy that's come in that he believes is going to be the hero that saves the, the, the Earth. As it turns out, it it kills Death Point, but it also cuts him right on his face. Yeah. Right, And that turns out to be the only damage this guy has ever had, ever, in his entire life, in the in his entire reign, and this guy becomes a badass motherfucker. Yeah. Like, he has no weaknesses, and he turns the entire Midwest into steel, because that's his ability. Yeah, he yeah. He anything into steel, and he kills the kid's father, and then the book starts, um, I guess, 15 years later, when he's like 18 or 20, and he's, all he's focused on is trying to kill Steelheart, and he's, like, obsessed with trying to understand why, when his father shot and killed the guy, it actually cut him. Because there was never any... Do they talk about it in the end? Because I have a theory. They do talk about it in the end. And also, um, just to be clear, Steelheart comes back... Steelheart destroys the building. And then comes back and kills all everyone. All the witnesses, all of the, all of the uh, emergency personnel that are trying to rescue people. Yeah. Uh, But the kid had run away because he was a kid, and he just ran away from the scene before um, Steelheart could do all the stuff that he did to kill everyone. Uh, do you All right, do you want to give the theory, and I'll just tell you if you're right or wrong.
0: Well, I mean, I don't want to ruin it for our viewers.
1: Well, I, I, if your guess is right, I'll just say you're wrong, and then I'll tell you later.
0: Is it that uh, it has to not be intentional?
1: No, that's not it. That's um, speculated the whole time, but that's not it.
0: But so, also, I'd like to let Tom know that I do read books but not as often as Peter <laughs> to to his uh, question point
1: yeah well, let me select it to show people that we are answering
0: I guess them. I can't select them that's kind of dumb I'm and a second class citizen here
1: yeah so the the book was actually very good it's a, you know it's a superhero book so you're it's not war and peace or tolstoy or dostoevsky or whatever it's not crime and punishment but it certainly satisfied my, my need. And, it, and, of course, what pissed me off is I thought it was a standalone. I get to the end, and it's like, sequel coming in 2015. I was like... No, oh, really? You have to wait for it? Oh, yeah, I was like, fuck you, book. I, that's when I would throw the book, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then, uh, what else? Oh, uh, yes, I started watching The Return. It's a... a oh, fun- yeah. Yeah. So... We talked um, about that. I want to check that out. Yeah, so this is a must watch. This is definitely a must watch. The it's a French um sh- it's a French series. It's eight only eight episodes. So you, it's not a lot of commitment.
0: Is it and that's like the total series? That
1: is it. That is it. Oh, um,
0: that's kind of nice. That's like the British ones only like more consolidated.
1: Right. Right. And like True Detective that HBO show is only eight episodes and they're done with that on HBO. I didn't know that either. Yeah. So um Wait, I mean how
0: far is it into True Detective?
1: It's done. They just finished it, so you could watch the whole thing. Oh,
0: cool. Because that was just recent, right?
1: That just ended, I think, two weeks ago. And I've been avoiding spoilers like crazy on that thing, because it's every podcast, every... I know. Everyone talks about it. I know, so I've been avoiding a lot of content just to not spoil the ending. It's already kind of been spoiled, because someone, uh, someone said it was unsatisfying, so that means that there's open... There's loopholes and stuff. I'm
0: not gonna watch it. I don't think.
1: So um, anyway, so I watched, I watched four. Well, I think like three and a half episodes on on Monday evening, it, it, like till three a.m. I never stay up that late. <laughs> yeah. And um, and I, it wasn't like drowsy time sleeping either because it's French, so you have to freaking read the subtitles. Oh, okay? I know. You
0: can't like, you know, you have to be pretty concentrating on it.
1: Right. So the my house is. Deathly quiet, okay, and, and this show is creepy as shit, okay yeah, and I am like I, it got to the point where I was like I was freaking out. I had to like take one like one off just so I could hear things out there because it was too <laughs> scary for me so and it's not it 's not jump scare really it 's more psychological, which is actually my preferred horror, and yeah. so the plot is this is that it starts with a school bus, the opening scene starts with a school bus. Full of children, um, and that school bus mysteriously flies off of of, of a cliff. Okay. Mysterious.
0: I mean, like it just shows it flying off.
1: It well, it like does a weird turn for no reason and then flies off a a cliff. Yeah. They, they show later why it did that, but I don't yeah. want to do too much reveal here.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I might uh, watch this. So. Yeah,
1: yeah. So, and then it fast forward. The girl that they kind of featured on the bus is just walking. Like seven years later, is just walking down the street. Yeah. And like shows up at the at her house, and the mom think the mom is like, am I hallucinating? And the girl's like, what's going on? And and she's a twin. The twin didn't go on the school trip when it crashed, and now the twin is like seven years older. Oh yeah. So now we have like two like twins, one seven years older, one seven. Or whatever, 14 and 20 or whatever, I don't know exactly. Uh, and then other people start coming back. Like, a lot of people start coming back, but all from different time, time frames.
0: Yeah, that sounds crazy.
1: So the thing is, is they haven't quite revealed, there's one kid.
0: Oh yeah, like, you're only on the fourth, huh?
1: They're yeah, an hour? They're an, they're an hour, a full hour. And, or maybe it's like 48 minutes. But there's the, the one child is from like 35 years in the past, and he's only a kid. But yeah. he is the creepiest of the creepy, because he follows like this lady home, and like wants to live with her. But there's, but he's he died thirty five years ago, so and his mom was killed. They showed how it happened. I'm doing a little spoiler here, but essentially he's the creepiest of them all. Yeah. Um. But they don't have special powers or anything, do they? That we know, at this point, we don't know. Oh yeah. So um, I don't think so. But I think it's kind of like a. You know, it's the undead. It's modern day, but it's not zombie. So it's an interesting take on, huh. yeah. And so there was a book I read. We talked about it, I think, on episode one or two, called Reboot, which is like, oh, a, yeah, yeah, I remember that. Where it was like the, they die and then they come back, and they're but it only happens when they're younger and they're young, they're better looking, and they're a little bit paler, but they have superhuman strength. It's sort of like that, but it's not that because they don't have superhuman strength or any of those things that we know of yet. But yeah. worth it, and Mogwai, who, Mogwai is a, a musical artist, he does the soundtrack for it, and it has really good ambiance, like, really solid ambiance. That's
0: pretty cool. And it's set in, like, the present?
1: It's set, well, I guess 20, 2012,
0: maybe? Oh, so, yeah, like, but pretty close.
1: Yeah, well, I think it actually, it it is 2012, but, you know, it, it didn't actually, it was made in 2012, it didn't. It came. It aired on Sundance in 2013, and obviously it just came on Netflix in 2014. So, you know, it's 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 uh, it's present day, but you know, still a couple year removed.
0: Yeah, I know it's crazy how much that makes a difference now. I mean, I feel like if you it was like if you're in the 90s and it was 98, and you watch something from 95, you probably couldn't even tell. But now it's like 2010. It seems like forever again.
1: Right. So I mean, that could be a good segue into our review roulette because. That film was in 2010, I I think? That
0: was, yeah, that was not that long ago. It actually was 2010, speaking of.
1: (laughs) And the technology in that film was, it felt like...
0: It was horrible.
1: Yeah, it felt out of date and old. And maybe it was just because they had low budget and they didn't have props and money to put things into the movie. But I didn't, like, everyone was using flip phones and shit. Yeah,
0: I mean, there was, like, one person with an iPhone-esque phone. But, like, even their game and stuff was dumb, and their monitors and... I don't know, it just seemed old, like the whole thing of it.
1: Right, so um, quickly before we go into review, review Roulette, did you watch this week's Cosmos? I didn't,
0: I haven't watched it yet.
1: Okay, it's pretty good. So they, I could see, I heard it's not doing well with the ratings. I didn't actually see actual rating numbers, but I heard it's suffering. Yeah. And I don't know if they rearranged it or re-edited it, but they started um, the episode two with evolution, so it's an evolution episode?
0: Yeah, I feel like that's like the only hot topic any of like, you know, the conservative people would want to see.
1: Right. So they talked about selective evolution. So they, they essentially talked about how dogs like we have dogs. Yeah. And where they came from and how it became that. Um I had I and then they talked about extinction and some evolution and selective versus natural. Um it was a very good episode. Um I thought it was excellent. Now, I had already know I watched a whole documentary, a Nova documentary, on the history... Like, where did dogs come from? So I already knew that portion of it. Dogs, right? Wolves. They came from wolves. Yeah, you know,
0: I know. The whole dog thing is, like, a really good example.
1: Because it happened super quick. Well, it did, not really. It was, like, over 10,000 or 20,000 years.
0: No, but, I mean, the characteristics changed just in, like, three generations. Uh,
1: I, That, I don't know. When they did it with foxes, yeah, they had short... Essentially, the, the, the dogs that were domesticated are were the, essentially the retarded dogs.
0: Yeah, I know, right? <laughs>
1: right, yeah. Because they were like, whatever, this human's killing everything else. Maybe they'll give me food. But Neil Tyson DeGrasse was like, they were brilliant because they domesticated, They essentially domesticated humans. That's what the he was saying. He said that they were the smart ones because they were the ones that just said – why do I, I don't need to go hunt and suffer and doing all this when I could just go to that guy and eat their waste and give them company. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, but I disagree. And the way the Nova presented it was not that way. The Nova was just like, the smart aggressive dogs went yeah. and did their own thing. The dumb and retarded dogs who didn't care about anything were just like mosey on up to the human.
0: Well, I feel like that is—it's the same difference.
1: Sort of, but it's flipping it on its tail.
0: I mean, like, it's not like the the smart per se hunting ones would realize. Oh, I'm going to go hang out with the humans. They'd be super bored. It's just that those are the ones that survive.
1: Right. So, and then they talked about how they, you know, you know, they needed a dog that was good for for you know, herding, or herding cattle. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. they would like they killed all the puppies. Of the ones that were good at herding cattle, and they only bred two that were good at herding cattle. yeah, yeah yeah. Oh, and then they talked the evolution of polar bears, which I thought was pretty interesting. Um, uh, but overall, you know they still do that the 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 spaceship of time, what do they call it? I forget what they call it
0: yeah, I don't know. it's yeah, time space time ship or something.
1: this time, though they they shrunk it. It was like an episode of inner space. yeah, yeah. Not, oh the, yeah. The, they said the, that it
0: was uh, non-dimensional or whatever.
1: Do you remember that movie Inter Space with Rick Moranis and Randy Quaid? Or uh, yeah, I think yeah. so. It wasn't wait? Didn't it have Dennis Quaid. Not Ran, it was not Rick Moranis. It was, it was um, like a submarine Martin, thing. It was Martin person, Short. Right? That, that's like the world. I just messed up both characters. It was Martin.
0: You basically Short, messed up everything, Peter. Yeah,
1: it was Martin Short <laughs> and Dennis Quaid, and he they shrunk him and they injected him in the body and then he was driving around in a ship in the guy's bloodstream. Yeah. yeah so that's I already my, said
0: that I knew it.
1: Yeah, so that's what they did on the show. Well I just was clarifying my my thing. So um you wanna do you wanna go into the review roulette or no?
0: Yeah. Review roulette. We gotta maybe I don't know if I'm even gonna post edit these kind of things. Probably just be going forwards. But so the movie was MILF.
1: Yes, and for people who do not know what Review Roulette is, Review the Roulette is where Fresher and Parlance, that is myself, randomly select a movie from the Netflix catalog so that uh, we could review it the following week. We do we select that movie um, each week and then give a week so that you can follow along at home, watch the movie, and discuss it along with us yeah. while we go. Because our
0: um, summary is more of a just talking about the movie but not in real time.
1: <laughs> pretty much, yeah.
0: But um, uh, So the summary of this movie, according to Netflix, is... Um, oh, wait. What? Oh, yeah, okay. Frustrated by a lack of success in finding girlfriends their own age, a quartet of college nerds discover the exhausting joys of dating older women until one of them crosses the line by dating his pal's mom.
1: Okay, so first off, uh, that title's misleading.
0: How is it misleading? I mean...
1: Because they weren't having failures with women their age. They, like, were, yeah, they were. No, they were just getting excluded by the jocks.
0: Oh, well, yeah. I mean, well, also, they would... I, like, when, we, when this movie started at the beginning, like, first off, these weren't nerds. They were just totally lame guys.
1: They were people who had poor social...
0: Uh, yeah, they were, like, socially awkward, but not nerds. And the social awkwardness was just... It was so painful because it was so, like, manufactured or whatever. It, like, wasn't real. It was, like, worst case... I, like, wasn't sure if I was going to be able to finish it. <laughs> uh,
1: uh, okay, so just to put this in perspective, um, the film starts off... To call it a film is, is even um, over, overstating the film. the film. This movie, <laughs> this moving image... Yeah. Uh, uh, essentially, it starts off with two roommates talking. There's another two sidekicks, one Brit, one Indian. Um And he's like, are you going to go get my stuff? I didn't
0: even think of, like, the whole nationality spread thing. That's, like, a classic setup: A Brit and an Indian.
1: A Brit and Indian, (laughs) a a nerdy white guy, and a stupid white guy. Yeah, pretty much. So the stupid white guy gets sent to the house of his nerdy, dweeby white guy's friend, his college roommate, to pick up liquor for the party. Now, why it's being stored at their house, I don't really understand this. Yeah. Um... So, anyway, he goes to the house without his friend, and I guess his mom is recently divorced.
0: Yeah, also, like, he keeps talking up the mom, like, you know, like, dude, that's my mom. Because he calls her, like, Nancy or whatever her name was. Yeah, so he goes but, there. Like, yeah, he's the like, mom, well, he's you know, we're college kids now. This is, you know, being, like, a grown-up or something.
1: So the mom, he shows up, he sees the mom, and the mom is, like, overtly sexual, but not really acting wet, Like... It wasn't, she was
0: like super flirty. I don't it, know. I thought it, she was,
1: it was fake. It was it was overtly flirtatious. Like there was no doubt about it. She was being flirtatious, and then there was a moment where she's like, "Oh, are they going to do something?" And then yeah. she backs away. Then he goes into the house, and then of course the dumb kid realizes, "Oh wait, that lady was hitting on me." Yeah. He, like pulls up his pants a little bit, goes back in the house, and she's taking the shower. Well, no, she was in the other room, and but the shower was on, and it was really steamy. And then he sees the woman, and she's in a towel, and then she purposely drops the towel, and she's like, oh, dearie, and then they cut away. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, So, anyway, this movie had a lot of nudity.
0: Yeah, it was, yeah, this was, it was even not rated. I mean, it had the rating of not rated. It was more, I think, than, like, other, yeah, I mean, there wasn't any, like, hardcore stuff, but I think it was borderline a porn.
1: It was, it was definitely softcore. It was a yeah. TNA movie, for sure. Um, so anyway, to, to now that this kid comes back, he is guilt ridden because he's seen his mom naked.
0: Yeah. Oh, and no, he got with her or whatever. No, but
1: that wasn't revealed to the end.
0: I don't know. I think that they said that he did. No, he said, I only saw him naked. Because, because he was I'm imagining gonna... it, too, like, later.
1: Well, I'm telling you, it was the reveal at the end because he sleeps <laughs> with his other mom, and then he's like, well, guess what? I fucked your mom, too. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh, we're buddies, but whatever. So the yeah. other two guys... um, I don't even think that's even, because he, like, secretly dated the other guy's mom for, like, months. Months. I know. I know. And they... And also, he caused... They, so they t- I accidentally took a sex video. Yeah. Okay? And then, oh,
0: yeah. wait. And, even when he's they're hiding under the bed. And then, yes, he takes this <laughs> sex video. But it, <laughs> yeah, every time they have a picture of the guy's mom, he's like, "Damn, this chick's hot." Yeah. So he, this kid, this, <laughs> or whatever.
1: this kid has been duped into seeing naked pictures of his, his mom probably ten times, and then ultimately sees a video of his mom having sex with his friend. He thinks it's just because his hair is down. He thinks it's just some other chick. He's like, "Well, this bod's hot." They're hiding under the bed, and he proceeds to masturbate. Yeah. Oh, also that was like the. I mean, I haven't seen
0: very much masturbating in TV, but that was, like, the worst masturbating noise and, like, set thing that I've ever, like, seen or thought, like, even could exist.
1: That was, it was the most, uh, again, I guess I'm not, I, I, don't, I don't want to reveal too much, but, like, I don't think that's what anything sounds like. <laughs> yeah, no. So do you remember Remember those little, um, there were, like, little rubber hollowed-out half balls and you would flip them and then put them down and they would jump up in the air? Oh yeah,
0: I forgot what those were yeah, I forgot about those.
1: Yeah. Do you remember those so you remember the noise it would make when you would flip it and it would pop up in the air?
0: Yeah. That's the Yeah, sound. it was like that. That's a good, <laughs> that's a good analogy. I yeah. think those were just called poppers.
1: Yeah. So anyway, he so the anyway, the t- the two kids, the Indian and the Brit, decide that they're gonna hit on MILFs and they're gonna attack not attack MILFs, but date exclusively MILFs because yeah. they're so they the,
0: just go to a bunch of MILF parties, which I guess is a thing. No,
1: not Milf, I was at Milf Clubs.
0: Oh, Milf Clubs, yeah.
1: Yeah, so they start having sex with all of these older ladies. Um, some of One of the, which, the Asian one, like, ODs on coke.
0: Yeah, I mean, they had, like, and then he's doing, like, the, the physics teacher's
1: wife or something. Yeah, there's just, who, by the way, had ginormous boobs.
0: <laughs> yeah, like, no, but I mean, I feel like that they were just kept escalating the thing that, like, all of these MILF chicks were way crazy.
1: They were, and I felt it was, like, total. It was just a terrible movie. Anyway... Yeah, it was super. And I feel like that was even a whole subplot.
0: Like, that part wasn't even important. I feel like the whole two friends competition with how many MILFs they can get with, and also that they have to take videotapes of it, that was, like, super subplot and didn't have anything to do with the main one, which is really just about that both of them slept with each other's mom.
1: Right. One one time and the other one, like, 20 times. Yeah, Maybe even more. So here's the funny thing. The, two, the, the, the one kind of subplot that I, the only thing I found humorous is that they had a peeping, a, a peephole. I know, yeah, the peephole, yeah. So they had a peephole drilled in the back of their room, and it was, I guess, in a jock's room or whatever. And they would, the guy was always apparently having sex all the time, and they would always yeah. peep on him. So when the mom comes, at the, the, the dweeby guy, his, the mom comes and she's just like, oh, I wanted to apologize. One thing leads to another, and she's like slipping a cock ring on this guy, okay? And then, that, and literally, that is the timeline. She shows up to apologize. Two minutes later, she's like slipping a cock ring on him, which she had in her pocket. Like, okay. So then, so then they're having sex, and, and he's like, I'm going to come, I'm going to come. And she's like, don't come, don't come. Meanwhile, the guy and the people who they've been watching have sex throughout the movie, is like, what's that? Like, I hear something. I he know. It's comes, like, what? Are they having sex? He comes, and he looks at the peephole, and at the same time, the guy ejaculates into the hole. Yeah, which is right...
0: weird anyway. It's like, what?
1: Yeah, what's... I know. I know. But that's not what I found funny. I found the setup to the joke later to be funny. I know, I know. When he had the eye patch. <laughs> yeah. So he had the <laughs> eye patch. At the party at the end of the movie, because apparently he's been blinded by the semen that shot yeah, his Yeah, because that eye. was, like, way later. Right, way later. And then, <laughs> like, months and months later. And then, so apparently, this, when it all goes down and the shit hits the fan, when the, the kids realize that they've been banging each other's moms, they have yeah. a fight. And the kid, the, the dopey kid, picks up something. He's like, don't pick that up. He's like, what? And it doesn't matter it's a freaking string of, like, anal beads. Yeah, because yeah. his and, mom's super tricky, too, and he's yeah, always pissed at her. Yeah, and he throws the anal beads at his friend who's running away, but instead of hitting his friend, it hits the kid with the patch in the yeah, other in, eye. In the
0: other eye. <laughs> that was super ridiculous.
1: That was the only thing I thought funny of the whole movie. It was just like, the guy has a patch on his eye because he got it, semen in his eye, months later, and then takes a anal bead string in his other eye. Um, this movie was not very good. I thought the acting was really bad. Yeah, yeah. it was.
0: Really, I mean, I didn't just didn't even like the people, the actors.
1: Yeah, and I'm pretty sure all of the women in the movie, because no respectable, even up-and-coming actress would ever, ever, ever do this movie. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. These are all, like, soft soft-core, softcore porn actresses in this movie, I'm pretty certain. Yeah. Um... And so they're terrible actresses to begin with, coupled with a terrible script and a stupid story, just spelled disaster. Okay, um, one other scene I want to talk about. Do you remember the scene where they're at the first party when they get booted out and they before they even decide to have the MILF contest?
0: Yeah, it's like, and then they like they're going to the roof and they're like, no, you guys can't come.
1: Yeah, exactly. And then... There ha- but before that, he's having a conversation with the girl who he ultimately ends up with at the end of the movie. And
0: yeah, so something that's, what I, that's the exact situation I was talking about, where it was just painful how awkward they were. Like, right. no one's that, like, it was just ridiculous. It was painful,
1: like, no one is that socially awkward, especially... Yeah, I mean, if you were, it would be worse. They would be never that median. Right. So then, her boob pops out. Yeah. Which, by the way, is absurd. I know. Well, it was because that guy bumped into her looking for but 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 Yeah, yeah, okay. So, I've seen a lot of women bumped around at parties. Oh, have you? Yeah, bumped. Yeah, people get bumped around. I've I you know, never not once have I seen a boob pop out.
0: That's true. I don't think I have either.
1: And it wasn't like her shirt was like loose. Yeah, it was a it was an extreme pop out. So her boob is out, and the kid doesn't know what to do. He doesn't know how to tell her her boob is out, which, by the way, is the easiest thing to say.
0: Yeah, and he, like, tries to say it. It's like she's not even blocking it. I, that, was, that was when I was, like, about to turn it off because I was like, ah, oh, this is so... I thought the whole thing was just going to be super them being retarded, awkward people like
1: that. This... But, so if you thought American Pie was stupid... Yeah. Take the MILF portion of American Pie which is that, that one kid, the, the one kid, I forget his name, the, the nerdy guy. The, the, now, yeah. that I, don't st- even,
0: I don't think I've seen American Pie. He
1: has sex with Stifler's mother in the movie. And take that one small piece of that movie.
0: And make it a whole ex- movie.
1: Make it a whole movie, add in a lot of nudity, and take the dialogue of American Pie, which is already thumbs down, and make it worse. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it was pretty mad. Also, though, I thought it was stupid. So it was, like, literally, like, a couple weeks after that party when he ran into that chick when her boob popped out. And then he saw her outside, like, reading or something. And, like, um he's all super suave just because he started dating that dude's mom. And he's, like, she's, like, you know, I'm sorry I, like, was stupid or whatever. It's, like, well, what would you have done? And he, like, adjusts her scarf, like, on her not popped out boob. He's like, that's what I should have done.
1: <laughs> well, the scarf was the talking point because she made her own scarves, which was bullshit. They were bought at Macy's.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't know. That, I didn't like that girl at all. Like I, that whole subplot of the girl was like stupid. It all, it came up like three times. Pretty much, it was just like, I'm over milfs.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm over milfs, and now I'm gonna go date. I'm gonna go date this girl that's my yeah. age who likes craft beer. I know. Yeah. That was like a main key point. It was a key point. Scarves and craft beer was her. Yeah, also,
0: thing. it was the worst. I think it was uh, his his gay dad or whatever. He was totally rolling in a PT Cruiser.
1: Okay, first worst off, worst car ever. Uh, <laughs> I I like the gay dad. Yeah, no, he was all right. He was all right. I love when you referred to Palm Springs as the spring. <laughs> you guys should come visit.
0: He's like, I spring, thought the spring I thought is blowing spring up. Was only gonna take a turn. When like they, they didn't say that he was gay at first, and then at the dinner because it was a dinner with both the parents, the divorced dad, the mom that he's getting with, and the other friend, and only the mom and the guy who she's getting with know that they're together, and so they're hiding it from the divorced dad and his friend, but like she's all like grabbing his crotch and stuff under the table, and he's like crazy nervous because like oh this is her ex husband. But then the, the ex-husband was kind of gay-seeming, but it didn't say he was gay. He was, I totally thought it was going to turn that, like, the gay dad when driving the, him home was going to end up, like, trying to get with him or something.
1: Well, he was alluding to this, like, you got to take chances. you got to do stuff. you got to experiment. You I know. They that. kept saying stuff like that. Right. But then when he takes him outside, he's like, Look, bitch, I know you're I know. sleeping with my ex-wife. I totally thought
0: that was going to go down, like... Because they had that other thing, too, with the, um... Where the yoga chick, where like she brought in her husband, and then they were making fun of him for having a dirty threesome.
1: Uh, yeah, I did, which I've never heard before.
0: Yeah, I don't know, but yeah, no, I thought that it was going to go that way, but I don't know. I guess okay. I'm glad that it didn't, because that would have been ridiculous.
1: Okay, let's let's get to the review. I think we've, I don't we've think we could. pounded talk. this one into the ground. Enough. Yeah, it was um, horrible. It was, it was horrible. Here, here's the thing. It was bad, but Slumber Party was worse.
0: Yes somebody was worse. <laughs> I mean like if nothing else at least there were boobs. <laughs> right. Exactly. I mean at a bare minimum. Uh, and not only a, a, some boobs, like a wide variety. All shapes <laughs> yeah. and sizes. But I mean that doesn't carry a movie very far in my opinion.
1: <laughs> not that type of movie.
0: Yeah, I don't I mean <laughs> still.
1: Um, anyway, so
0: I have my rating I have my rating ready.
1: I have my rating as as well. I'll go first. I'm going to give this Last week I gave Slumber Party a 1. This week I'm giving MILF a 2.
0: Not bad. I am giving MILF a 3.
1: Okay. I mean, at least... I
0: think that my ratings in general are, like, I'm not as erratic. I'm trying to stay, you know, I'm saving the, the extremes for something. Like, it was really bad, but, you know, it wasn't the worst. It was definitely better than Slumber Party. 100%.
1: For me, Slumber Party set an all-new low. It's a new low.
0: Yeah, seriously. Right. And I gave that a two, so...
1: Right, so if I'd watched MILF before watching Slumber Party, I might have given MILF a one, but because yeah. now that I've seen Slumber Party, I've now redefined what <laughs> one is.
0: Exactly, exactly.
1: Yeah. yeah. It was bad. It was bad. This is definitely one of those movies that will probably find its way on, uh, like, Cinemax... I don't even
0: know if they'd show that. I mean, not because of, like, nudity or anything, but just because it was horrible. I mean, like, even... It was somewhere in between porn and, like, horrible softcore. Like, that I think that no one would ever watch it. Like, if you were going to watch that, it should be, like, a full-on porn. Or if it's going to be softcore, it should be, like, a better movie.
1: No, so that's the thing. So we watched that other softcore movie... The the one with um the one with the guy that was like an Elvis impersonator?
0: Oh yeah, that one. That 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 was that one was okay. That so that that is a higher level But that wasn't I don't think that was even soft core.
1: Well, I mean, sort of.
0: Not really. I mean there was like that was just a movie. That was that was like officially rated R. This one is like not it's like beyond rated R.
1: I think you have... I think you think the standards of Cinemax TNA movies are higher than what they actually are. They're maybe. pretty... They're maybe pretty you just similar. don't
0: have, like, a classification for yeah. for that.
1: Okay, so let's... that you.
0: So it's 2 point... I mean, wait, what's 3
1: and 2? I guess 2... It's like a 3. 2.1 or something? 2.5? 2. 2. 2. 2. Huh? 2.5? It's not 2.5, is it? Well, you said a 3 and a 2. The average of that is
0: 2.5. Really? Yeah. It should be... L- Okay,
1: so Tom just pointed out um, that um, that we were di- when we were discussing the uh, the time frame of of the return, yeah, that you shouldn't trust my judgment because when I say it was in two thousand twelve what I really meant to say was it was in seventeen twelve
0: I know because so, it's three hundred years you never yeah,
1: know. yeah exactly <laughs> uh, <laughs> so um so let's let's pick what what kind of what kind of um what kind of what kind of
0: I don't know we should change it up. I mean another uh, another Tom suggestion is we need some like good movies, but the randomness and not seeing this.
1: So we could do a random Rotten Tomatoes fresh rating.
0: Oh yeah, what does that even mean?
1: That's the Rotten, cool. Rotten Tomatoes fresh is like, you know, a they do it's like a metacritic. They take a bunch of it, of um of reviewers and then if it gets above like a 60
0: Oh, oh, it's just from Rotten Tomato. Oh yeah.
1: Right, the fresh rating.
0: Okay, let's do that. And but it has to be new requirement. I mean, after Adam's family. Oh well, let's see. So we're redefining this thing here. I think it should be we. Ha- neither of us have seen it before.
1: Okay, for this instance, yes.
0: But um, or we have the choice to rechoose if either of us have seen it before. Okay. Or something like that. I don't know. It's really arbitrary, anyways. We don't really have any rules.
1: <laughs> okay, so I'm clicking the button. All right, I got mine. I'm actually kind of excited about mine.
0: Uh, yeah, this one seems... This is really long, but... I got mine, too. What did you get? I got Marathon Man.
1: Is that with when, Dustin
0: Hoffman? Uh, maybe. Let's see. Well, when when his CIA agent brother, Roy Scheider, is killed... Um, oh, yeah, it's Dustin Hoffman. Okay, Graduate I... student Babe Levy Dustin Hoffman finds himself trapped in a deadly game with a Nazi f- fugitive, a sadist who uses dental instruments as tools of torture. Saucer nominated film based on William Goldman's novel as uh, Levy turns from Pacific to street smart cynic.
1: Got it. Okay, I know what that movie is. I think I've watched parts of it before.
0: Yeah. It's so...
1: 126 minutes, though. Yeah, that's rough. Okay, so I got one that I'm pretty pumped about. What did you get? I got Mitt. Mitt? Yes. From his first effort to win the 2008 Republican nomination to his presidential oh. campaign in 2012, this documentary's unprecedented access reveals an unseen side of Mitt Romney as the candidate makes his uh, challenging bid to the for the White House.
0: Yeah, that sounds. I, people were talking about that at work.
1: I think we should just watch. Uh, I think we should watch Mitt. Yeah, I think so too. You haven't seen it, right? I haven't seen it, and I want to see it. Me either. Boom! Decided. There you go. This is... This is... I think this is going to be interesting.
0: Yeah, so we're watching Mitt.
1: Mitt. So, Tom Brew, I don't know if you're watching right now, but we picked a good movie that you could watch and play along at home with us next week. Yeah. The documentary Mitt. Featuring Mitt Romney. I just like the name Mitt.
0: I know, yeah, it's kind of... It's fun to say.
1: What do you think it's short for? Do you think it's short for anything? Is it like Mytholomew? That's a
0: good question. I'm looking it up.
1: I bet you it's a nickname. I bet you his name is like John.
0: Am I... Let's see. Yeah, it's, oh, it's his middle name? William Mitt Romney?
1: I knew it. I knew it couldn't be his... I bet you his father... I, bet, I think his father was probably like, William Romney or some Bill Romney or something, who was a governor, and he had to, like, separate himself, so he chose Mitt. Oh, no, it's Willard. Willard?
0: Yeah, Willard Mitt Romney.
1: No wonder why he uses Mitt. Oh. <laughs> uh, because it's like Indiana Jones, right? Indiana was actually the name of the dog. Yeah, what was his name? I forget, but it wasn't, it wasn't Indiana.
0: Yeah, I don't um, see any other interesting stuff.
1: Did you know Mitt Romney's like 401k has like over a hundred million dollars in it?
0: Really? I yeah. thought there was like a limit to that or something.
1: That's the thing. There is a limit, but you could invest. So he worked for a uh, buy a leverage buyout firm. Yeah. And apparently you could use 401k funds to use to invest in things like leveraged buyouts. Yeah. And he did one where he it was like a thousand to one or something ridiculous so he all of his money and it doesn't get capped because the purchase price was still lower Yeah well no he he took like let's say he had $17,000 and put $17,000 into the into this investment firm it was like a leverage buyout yeah. and for every 1 cent it became a $100 like a $100 or every 1 cent became a dollar yeah it was some crazy thing and he was able to use his 401k investments as an investment f- f- funnel for his leverage buyout, and then all the profits get sucked back into the 401k, yeah. un- untaxed. That's crazy. So then it goes in there, um, so yeah, he has like, I think it's the world's largest 401k.
0: <laughs> That's uh, impressive.
1: Yeah. Um, is there any uh, facts you want to talk, I mean, we ran way over today.
0: It doesn't say that on his Wikipedia page, by the way. So I don't know how true it is, Peter.
1: It's very true. Do a Google search <laughs> for Mitt Romney 401k. We
0: might, we might need to do some Wikipedia editing.
1: <laughs> there's,
0: but, I, no, I, I think that's about it, though, for this week.
1: Yeah. By the way, there's an article on Reuters called How Did Mitt Romney's IRA Grow So Big?
0: Well, is, that's not as reputable as Wikipedia.
1: <laughs> right. Reuters. Reuters?
0: I mean, come on.
1: <laughs> right. Um, You know what would be funny? If there was a Wikipedia just for dicks called Dickopedia, and it was just random shots of dick.
0: I'm pretty sure that might exist.
1: Yeah, but it's not called Dickopedia.
0: (laughs) I'm not going to search for it.
1: Yeah, either am I.
0: (laughs) All right. All right.
1: I think that's about it for the week.
0: That is. We're good.
1: All right, man. Thanks for watching and listening, everyone. Yep, and uh, we'll see you next week. This is Parlan saying have a great weekend. And this is Fresher signing out.